Visions of Paradise podcast. I'm your host, Marina Groves, and we're here for another episode. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. So today I was really thinking about, I guess, some of my own struggles and the way that I perceive my own reality and the way that I used to perceive my own reality and all of it. I've really been recontemplating my own perspective of the world and of the universe, of other people's projections of themselves, and I find myself constantly thinking what the point of all of this is. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It used to be in the past, but now it's more or less what is my sole purpose? What is my... What is the point of me being here, you know? And we could totally argue that there is no point. We could argue that we're just here because we're here. And that's valid. That's totally valid to think that way. And and in fact, I used to think that way. But now, after... Honestly, after everything (laughs) that I've seen and I've perceived, I find that telling myself that there is a purpose, that there is a point of us being here, and the point of everything existing, it just, I guess, put my mind at ease. It makes things a little bit less consuming to carry those kinds of thoughts, because I know that regardless, I'm going to have those thoughts every day. (laughs) Literally every day, I'm gonna contemplate the reality of my life and the reality of the reason why I project myself the way that I do and the way that other people do. And I came to a solution to where if I'm going to be constantly thinking about that way or thinking that way about the universe, then I need to put those thoughts at rest. Because even though they're phenomenal things to think about and will never have the answer, it's also a bit of a hindrance to you living in the moment. And for me, I fully believe in the way of life of mindfulness, whatever way that shows up for you, whether that's Christianity, whether that's Buddhism, whether that's Hinduism, whether that's spirituality, whether that's, I don't know, whether you're Muslim, whether you're, I don't know, whatever way that shows up for you, that's good. And recently, I think I found my own answer. And I'm here because I want to share that with you guys. I totally want to share that with you guys. And I'm recording this because I think the point of life is to express ourselves. And I know how that can sound to some people where it's like, oh, like, bro, like, she's probably on fucking drugs right now. (laughs) Like, damn, like, she's definitely up in whatever reality that she's in. And you know what? You know, to each their own. If you think that way, that's fine. I'm definitely not on drugs. I just, I'm trying to find a way to make it easier for myself. If making things easier for yourself means not to think about these things, then that's totally cool. You know, that's totally cool. I fully support your decision in that and I fully support your endeavors and your own perspective because that works for you. But let me tell you something, that doesn't work for me. And I know for a fact that that doesn't work for a lot of people, if I'm being honest. At least from what I've seen, you know? 
So the point of life, expressionism, what does that mean at least to me? I wrote something in one of my portfolios that I'm working on and I want to share it with you. You know, I don't have a title for this yet. I'm not really sure what Sorry, moving around. I'm not really sure what this is. <laughs> um, it's more of just like a journal entry. Fingers that pluck the six-string guitar feel the vibrational force of the universe. An outlet is how we express our existence as a species. The point of living is expression. The other answer is that there is no point or answer, but that phrase alone is an expression in itself. Notice a little switch of letters between the words of who and how. Short and sweet, but they're expressions that don't sit too neat. How we express ourselves is who we are, and who we are is how we express ourselves. Back and forth like a pinball machine, there is a seemingly infinite amount of possibilities for ourselves if we believe it to be. Inception is the way of the universe, the way of the world, the way of capitalism, the way of humanity, the way we think, the way we feel, and the way we connect. Life grows from life, impacts, causes other impacts, and it doesn't always know it unless there is awareness from the source of the impact. Impact is inevitable for the awareness. There is no love unless there is loss. There is no change unless there is stagnancy. Expression has no authentic definition. It's whatever you want it to show up as. Music, poetry, dancing, connection, art, sex, food... Fashion, speaking, Reiki, memories are all ways of expression, but that's how I define it. And I love to express myself. My purpose is expression, whether it be from writing, speaking, dancing, or to the way that I dress. Home is not a place. It's what you feel when you express yourself. It's impossible to love yourself. You are so many different people in the perspective of outsiders, but you can love aspects of yourself, the things you do and the things you create. We are like water. We love it as a whole, but that doesn't mean it can't drown us if we were to immerse ourselves into it. We can appreciate we provide for ourselves, but we can hate it too. This doesn't mean we hate the world. We appreciate the way the world works because that's how we have a balance. We get bad experiences so we can see the good ones. The world is kind of like a pity party of connections. We dance and play with each other so we can have some good moments, while with the knowing of sadness and grief. We aren't celebrating because of pain, we're celebrating because if we're going to exist a long time with loss, we have to make it worthwhile and experience love too. There may not be a definitive point to anything, but that doesn't mean you can't give it a meaning. If life itself is going to be unbearable, we make it bearable. Do things that make you happy even if they seem small and mundane. To others that may seem that way, but if it brings you little bits of joy then why not? If you've been looking for a sign to change things around for yourself, this is it. It's time to transmute your sadness and your longing for more into enlightenment and contentment. Go for it. Alright, damn. <laughs> after that, after reading one of my excerpts... Excerpts? Excerpts. Abs excerpts. <laughs> I believe it's excerpts. After reading what I wrote about, I hope I kind of explained the way that I view expressionism. And I'm not really talking about the era of expressionism with artists. I mean, although that was a beautiful time, like, probably not historically, but 
the art that was created during that time was really something. It was beautiful. But I found that finding my purpose was really something that allowed me to be more mindful of my existence. It allowed me to... Not allowed, I'm not talking past tense here. It allows me to pinpoint the direction that I want to go in. And I'm not saying that I won't ever leave that path and I won't ever stray off of it sometimes or whether it's by choice or not. But it definitely just keeps me going. It's a motivation. And that is so necessary. We need to have some sort of motivation and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna falter. It's gonna, you know, fall through sometimes, but that doesn't mean that we don't need it, you know? I have this one affirmation that's on my page and it's my favorite one that I've ever written and I just came with came up with it in the moment. It goes, I express myself in ways I want to be remembered. I feel like it was mindless, but it was mindful. Like I mindlessly wrote it, but it became one of the most mindful things that I've ever written at the same time. And I love that because I feel like after I wrote that, it was a way for me to express to myself how much I've grown and changed. So the reason why that affirmation is my favorite one is because I feel like that's such a good one to remind yourself in the moment before you make any like knee-jerk reactional decisions. (laughs) That was a bit of a mouthful. If you're nervous about making a decision, you say, all right, I express myself in ways I want to I want to be remembered. And that alone will help you that will guide you to the right path that you want to go on. That will lead you to the route that you want to take in order to be the person that you've always wanted to be. And it kind of low-key, it kind of sucks that I just now came up with it, but you know, wisdom is kind of pointless. <laughs> you like you get wisdom after the situation, after the fact. And that's, like, obviously, that's good because, like, you learn stuff. But at the same time, it is kind of hard to fight that feeling of, damn, if only I would have known that in the moment. <laughs> like, we have to fuck up, you know? Uh, not to toot my own horn or anything. I keep on wanting to say whore. <laughs> not wanting to toot my own horn. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. Not to toot my own horn or anything, but... I feel like there's so much awareness within that one saying. It's, I express, so like current, myself, self-awareness, in ways that I want to be remembered. So then there's present, future tense, and past tense, all in one affirmation. All in one. It's not just about now. It's like having that higher perspective of, my current decisions affect my future ones and my past ones because it's going to affect our future because our future selves is going to look back and possibly have regret on stuff that we're doing right now, but in the future, it's the past. (laughs) I hope that makes sense. Oh my gosh. Okay, y'all, I hope you're following. I'm just going to stick with it and move forward and be confident in what I just said. (laughs) And my other thing is, is like, we can't control how other people remember us, but at the same time, like, we want to minimize the, 
the villainization of our own selves. And of course, like, you know, people have free will. They're going to think what they want regardless. But it's just, I feel like we have a little bit more control than we think we do. I hope I'm making sense. Like, of course, we don't have that much control. But I feel like if we tend to, you know what, fuck it. We're going to be villainized regardless. But there's a different level of that whenever there's respect in the mix, you know? I feel like there's a lot of people that can respect you even if they don't like you, and I think that that quote is a good example of that situation. Okay, so hold on. Hear me out. I think that people can respect your reactions more even if they don't like them. Because, I mean, I'm just speaking on my own, like, on my own side. Obviously, not everyone thinks this way, but if someone has, like, a very, not like controlled reaction, but they're aware of themselves to the point where they they know how much power they hold within. So if they know that they could say something that could hurt you, they're probably going to take some time to think about what they want to say because they know that this is a tight spot to be in. And their final answer might not be something that I wanted to hear, but that's not their job to please me, you know? And I can respect someone for taking time to not tell me what I want to hear, but speak their part in a way that's respectful to me. And I hope I'm making sense right now. I really hope I'm making sense. And there is people who aren't emotionally stable who would villainize that. You know? You know what I mean? (laughs) And here's my thing. I would want to be remembered by how I express myself. And I feel like having a more calmer reaction... People are going to remember that, whether it triggers them or it inspires them to work on themselves so they have a better reaction. And, bro, I'm not perfect. I can't believe I just said bro in my podcast. Jesus Christ. I need to reevaluate my life right now. So just to affirm everything I've been saying, I express myself in ways I want to be remembered. And because we are so many people in the eyes of outsiders, what if... That is like a moment of introspection where we're like, I remember that I did that about myself. I feel like that brings a lot of personal empowerment. And that kind of takes away from the fact that like, you opened up in a way that you would want to be remembered and maybe the other person didn't do the same. But that's not your job. Because you took the time to be like, all right, let's pause for a second because I know that There's not just me in this situation. I'm going to express myself in a way that I want to be remembered. Not in the way that, like, I want to be remembered in other people's eyes. That's not where the affirmation ends. And since I just figured out this affirmation, I haven't had a chance to use it yet. So I'm going to try to remember this in the moment more often. And I'm going to report back to you because, sorry, that pop was my shoulder. And I'll report back to you, because now I'm kind of curious what those results are, but it sounds like a a promising one. So, yeah. So, that was, like, a little bit of a hot take. (laughs) Um, It does pertain to expression and wisdom, but I low-keyed this- (laughs) what I just recorded was, like, a different day. Um, So, if this next part doesn't really make sense to what I just said, that's why. (laughs) That's totally why. But I think it does. I think it does. I don't know. I never used to be this person that I am right now. I never did. And, you know, someone who's listening to this might think, you know, 
she's 20, of course she's different. Like, she's, or, I'm not even 20, I'm 21, but besides the point. So, I'm in my 20s, right? A lot of things are going to change. A lot of things are going to fluctuate, shift, and morph into new things and different things, and I still can't even comprehend who I'm going to be because of how much I've changed within the past two years. But stagnancy sounds appealing to me because it's like, we can take a breath, you know? We can trust ourselves enough that we will make the right decisions. And this could totally be manifesting myself into growing up faster, but I want to trust myself so much. I want to have that kind of relationship with myself at some point. And it's like, I'm getting there. I've gotten a lot better. I do trust myself to an extent to make the right decisions, not only for myself, but yeah, just for myself. I, I want to make the right decisions. And by there, technically, let me specify, there is no right or wrong, but I have my own morals to go off of, you know? And I'm working on it. I'm not perfect all the time. I'm not, my goal isn't to be perfect, you know? Clearly, my goal in life is to express myself, but I'm having a hard time trying to decipher when do I express myself and it's just like timing and what do I express myself with, how, about, all of it, and why, when, like, divine timing is something that I've really been trying to grasp, but at the same time, I, I tend to see myself fantasizing about a time of certainty, you know? I'm probably in the most uncertain time in my life, and I'm... I tend to find myself naturally drifting off to a fantasy where I am certain about everything. Like, for instance, trusting myself. And I'm choosing to remind myself that that's never gonna happen. I'm never gonna fully trust myself. And I feel like mentally I'm aware of that, but spiritually that's where I want to be. I want to be at a place where I know that I'm gonna say what I mean all the time. I know that I'm gonna feel what, not necessarily what I want to feel, but that I'm going to feel things the way that I'm supposed to feel them. And there really is no supposed to. I just want to have healthy habits, which I do. I've gotten there. I've gotten better. But I want to excel to my fullest potential. And that could be limiting to other people. Or that could be a lot bigger to other people. It's just my my goal right now isn't to please whoever the fuck, you know, is out there. My goal is to express myself in ways that make me feel like I'm at my fullest my t- potential. And if I'm being honest, working a nine to five behind a computer or working in customer service isn't my fullest potential. But that's my opinion, you know? And some people could say like, because I'm not good at math, like, yeah, I probably will stay in food service, but that's not, that's not their business, you know? They don't know anything about me, they don't know what I'm passionate about, and here I am. I think that this spoken journal I have built for myself is, like, me becoming and going towards my fullest potential, because 
I, in the past, I've had a really hard time talking about things that I'm passionate about, and here I am. I, I never used to be able to do this, and I don't want to change people's perspectives. I just want to talk. I just want to talk, because at some point in my life, I felt that there was some sort of restriction on what I could say and what I couldn't say, and I don't know if that's self-induced or if that's because of outside sources. I don't think we'll ever know the answer, and to be fair, I'm not sure if I need to know that, you know? Like, I think that there couldn't be things that should be left unknown. Not necessarily should, but would be better off left alone, you know? And I think that's one of them. But what I do know is that I did feel that way at some point in time. And expressing myself is what I'm passionate about. And I've said that like 600 times, but it makes this place that I'm creating for myself right now is allowing the space for me to feel heard. And not from you, but from me. I feel heard from me whenever I'm sitting here recording. Because whenever I'm recording this, no one else is here with me. I'm here by myself, alone with my thoughts, and alone with my journals, and my portfolios, and my memories, my, my future daydreams, goals. No one is here to experience this with me. And that's not meant to be a sad thing. That's meant to be a beautiful thing. That's meant to be something to cherish. This isn't, as I, you know, said my thing, this isn't meant to be, like, a pity party of negativity. This is meant to be a moment of mindfulness. And in the past, I never really had a healthy relationship with myself the way that I do now. So me having this place is allowing me to elongate it. It's allowing me to be more mindful of it. Because whenever you're more mindful, things, from my experience, tend to last longer. Like in meditation, I love to meditate because I'm healthy now. And, and that's partially because of therapy. That's partially because of loss, which, you know, manifested in love. And that's, you know, that could be romantic or platonic. I hope you guys know what I'm trying to say. That could be because of a new work environment that I have. That It could be a number of things. But all I know is that where I'm at now, I don't know if I'll be here forever, so I want to sit in it for as long as I can. And sometimes that's hard for me to realize because it's so bittersweet. There's a part of me that sometimes wishes that I could be a kid again, and I know I'm not the only one that thinks that. But if I'm being honest, like, whenever I was a kid, I wasn't happy. Like, at least not all the time or most of the time. It's just, it felt lighter because there weren't as many responsibilities, you know? All the responsibilities were on other people. And now that I'm starting to reach this new sense of awareness, I really am starting to see that I like this better. I really do. Because even though I have responsibilities, I love that. I love that because it is inspiring me to be the person that I want to be. It's, it's inspiring me to Because I have responsibilities, me acting a certain way could potentially have me lose it, you know? 
And I choose to see that as a good thing. I don't get to do whatever the fuck I want. I don't want to do whatever the fuck I want. I want something that's going to allow me to just keep going every day. I hope I'm making sense. I could totally be speaking mumbo jumbo right now. But I love that I have responsibilities. I love that I have a car to take care of. I love that I do yoga. I love that I meditate. I love that. Because even though they don't always make sense to other people, it makes sense to me because that's how I take care of myself. That is me creating healthy habits for myself. And I never used to do that in the past. I am my own home. This body that I have here is my home. Am I my body? No. But it's where my soul and my spirituality and my morals and my beliefs reside in. This is where all of that lives. And I notice that if I start to take out take care of the outside, then the inside starts to feel better. Like, I'm creating a safe place for myself externally, so it's almost like it's manifesting that internally, you know? And for instance, home, if you don't understand what I'm saying completely, my mind. I'm taking care of my mind. Whenever I do yoga, it's like, basically it's kind of like stretching, or at least that's how I like to think of it. I love to do that because there's just like some form of release there, you know, and going to the gym is going to be something that I'm working towards too. I'm just not there yet. Doing yoga is something that just is like, yeah, I'm doing this so I can be better. I'm not looking for a certain thing. I'm doing this because it makes me feel good to know that someone is out there doing something for me out of care and love and that someone out there is me. I I am that person that's out there that's unconditionally loving myself despite some of the hard times that I go through. I stopped looking for that in other people. I stopped. And that's not to say that I fall back into those habits sometimes because I totally do. But now I have this sense of trust that I'm going to come back to myself eventually. And I notice that these cycles that I'm going through between like, oh, like I'm doing good and I'm preaching about the things that I'm preaching about right now. And then I'll fall out of that and then I'll feel like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why, why do I not feel as good and I'm still doing the same stuff that I used to? That happens. But I notice now that those cycles of going back and forth, the time span in between is starting to get shorter. Those time spans of hard times, of being confused about everything that's going on around me, just, they get, they slowly start to get shorter. They used to last a lot longer. Like, in fact, they used to last for months. And then, like, I would have, like, a week of, like, a high. Until, like, you know, like, oh, like, I'm great right now. And then, like, slowly it just, like, declines. (laughs) Like, right after that. But, sorry, that was my shoulder. But, Doing these things makes me feel like myself. I am starting to feel like home. And I don't always... The double negative. I don't really express myself to everyone. Because I like the fact that I express myself to myself. You know? And... The way that I do express myself to other people whenever I do is through my clothing, through my fashion. And sometimes I dress basic, but sometimes I dress a little out there. I like 
I dress how I feel. I don't have a specific style. It's whatever I feel that day. It's whatever I want that day. And I love that I just don't fucking wear skinny jeans and a t-shirt from day to day. Not to say that that's a bad thing, but it's just... Fashion really helps me distract myself from the from the ego dialogue, you know? And for instance, ego dialogue is, oh, you look this way, people are going to think this way, and it's not about that. It's not about that for me anymore, and I appreciate the ego because it keeps us safe and all of that, but if I'm being honest, we're at a place now where we don't have to think about the little things like that whenever it comes to what I wear. And, you know, and if I'm being honest, like, as women, it's really hard to not think about those things. It's really hard to not think about, like, if I wear this, will something happen to me today? But at the same time, clothes aren't clothes anymore. You know, like, clothes are a way to express ourselves now. Fashion is now an art form. And I love that. I love expressing myself down to the little mundane things like clothes. I love that. It allows me to speak for myself without having to say anything. And that might be deep for some people, but it makes me feel safe that I'm still creating something without having to draw, paint, write poetry, or meditate. I'm still creating something with that. My goal every day is to create something that I'm passionate about. And it's is, am I always passionate about what I wear? No, not really. But it's nice to know that every day whenever I create something, like, something's gonna get hit home for me, you know? Something is gonna be like, damn, I really love my outfit today. It distracts me from my ego. And the ego is always gonna be there. It's just trying to decipher between what serves you and what doesn't, what benefits you and what doesn't, and Sometimes it does, you know, sometimes the ego does, but we aren't survivors anymore. We're living. We have a whole system. We're not hunting and gathering for food anymore. I hope my point is getting across right now. I'm also talking about a lot of different things. Um, I express myself because I care about myself. I feel like that can be an affirmation that I should add on my website. I express myself because I care about myself. And if that doesn't really make sense to you, let me put it into perspective. If you don't create art, it's because you don't care about it. If you don't go to the gym, it's because you don't care about being physically fit and like taking care of your body. It's the same way I express my feelings because I care about myself. Someone has to care, right? And I'm not expecting that from anyone else. I have to have that expectation, that set base level for myself. You know, it is good to have other people around you that you feel like you can express yourself with. I'm not, you know, minimizing that relationship. But I also am trying to bring more awareness that you need to have a good relationship for yourself before you even start trying to deepen a connection with another because odds are whenever you develop a relationship internally your perspective of paradise is going to be completely different 
after you have worked on your morals and you've really started to fine-tune yourself. A lot of shit's gonna change and your external world is gonna change because of that. That's not a bad thing. It doesn't make you a bad person if you don't want a certain relationship anymore. It just means that you know what you know now. And in the past, you didn't know what you didn't know. You know, we always don't know what we don't know. <laughs> that's a lot, but that's something that I learned from my aunt. She says you don't know what you don't know and I love that because that bring, that brings a lot of compassion to our past experiences without having to face them with regret, guilt, fear, which all of those things are real. It's just how long does it serve you for? And I can't tell you that and you know, I say you in reality I'm talking about we. I guess I'm I guess I'm talking to my future self. <laughs> So I can listen back to this and see where my mind was at this time. How are you, how long does fear, guilt, and all of that serve you until it consumes you, you know? We have to hold more compassion for ourselves whenever we were ignorant. We just didn't know. And I don't mean ignorance as an insult, I mean it as a definition. Sometimes we're ignorant and we have to fuck up. We have to quote unquote fail. We have to mess up in order to see that, damn, maybe we shouldn't do that because we don't come out of the womb just knowing shit, you know? We don't come out of the womb fully enlightened, like, <laughs> you know, and like having like six awakenings at the same time, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? You live and you learn, you know? <laughs> I keep on saying, you know, but you know? <laughs> And I'm speaking about this because I know that in the past I have, not even in the past, the, like presently, past self, future self, I know that there are going to be times whenever I start to think about my mistakes and how, how bad I feel for hurting the other people that were involved in those situations because I didn't know better. I totally know that and like that sucks having that feeling. It's like, damn, like it's that wisdom. Wisdom hurts. Wisdom hurts so fucking bad and there's not enough people that talk about that. I was so all over the place. I really was. And having that wisdom that I did mess up and now I understand why I did the things I did, that was my ego trying to defend itself. I was in fight or flight mode 24-7 whenever I did those things. And now I try to go back and apologize to the people and say, hey, like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I hurt you whenever... I didn't have the sense of awareness that I do now and have that sense of compassion for other people because I couldn't hold it myself. I'm sorry. Even though an apology doesn't fix things, it's closure for myself. And if I'm apologizing, I'm doing it for myself because the standard that I hold myself now is so much higher than I did in the past because of what I know. The wisdom that I received about myself was so hurtful and not in a way that's meant to harm me, but it, it hurt knowing that because I was hurt by other people and I just displaced that on other people. I projected a lot of things that I could have said better. I 100% could have said better, but I know now and all I can do is change my actions in the future and change my actions right now. Another thing that I always say is, you know, we don't have control over sh shit except for our decisions. We don't have control over anything but what we decide. 
That's it. That may sound like nothing, but that's a lot. Our decisions create our life. And the life that I created for myself in the past was not a happy one. It wasn't a fun one. It wasn't a good one. And now the value that I hold for my relationships, it hurts to know that I didn't do that in the past. Whenever I had like a whole like enlightenment, aha moment, the great, uh, the great manifesto, whatever you want to call it, the tower moment on the tarot decks, whenever I had that, I saw everything for what it was and not for how I wanted to see it. Just because no one held a certain space for me that I needed and I didn't know how to express, that's no one else's fault, you know? Because at the same time, like, they probably didn't know how to do that, but that's not an excuse for the actions that I took, you know? So once I saw everything for what it was, I chose to be there for myself because that's all I had. It's like, if I'm going to be alive, I might as well make the most of it, you know? I'm not just going to be mindless every single day because I did that and it got me nowhere. It got me nowhere. And I'm not perfect. It's just, I'm working on it, you know? I'm working on myself. I still fuck up a lot, but it's not nearly as impactful as I did in the past. It's a lot less impactful. And now that I know what I know now, <laughs> now that I know what I know now, now that I know what I know, things feel a lot lighter because it's like the way that I have to view my past mistakes as a way that's useful for me now is it's a guidebook, you know? I fucked up so much to where it's like a guidance. Like, don't do that because you've done that shit in the past and you know how that shit goes. Not only for you, but for the other person because time has gone by now. It's a guidebook, you know? It's like, cool, based off my past experiences, if I do this, I'm gonna fuck some shit up. Like, <laughs> so much. I'm gonna mess a lot of things up. And at the same time, I'm gonna fuck things up without realizing that I fucked it up. You know? I'm gonna mess things up without realizing it and uh, sometimes I may not realize till way after and it doesn't really matter anymore but it just happens a lot less and the impacts are a lot you know my knowledge cushions the blow so there's a lot less to swing at people <laughs> with like you know my knowledge because it's like I know how to maneuver myself more and I think that a spiritual awakening and whatever you want to call it, your aha moment, enlightenment, great manifesto, the tower moment, I think that we just, rather than seeing these things as positive or negative, we just need to see them as straight up an opportunity and positivity is, is good but too much of anything is bad. And whenever shit's hard and you're like, oh, like, I'm gonna get through this. And it's like, yeah, we, we consciously know that we're gonna make it through. But is that what you want to say to yourself right now? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe that's... I could be wrong for saying that. But it's just whenever I'm going through a hard time, I know that I'm gonna be most val... Or be most benefited whenever I validate myself. And be like, yeah, this shit is hard right now. It is hard. 
but look at you, you're still standing, you know? I'm still going. Despite all of these hard moments, I'm still working through this. I'm still finding loopholes. I'm still finding solutions, even though this shit is hard to hold right now. And that is beautiful. We know that we're going to make it out sometime, or maybe we don't know, but I think that validating that things are tough is going to really... The outcome of that is going to bring out self-worth because that worth is like, yeah, I have, I've done, you know, I haven't done this before, but I've been through some hard shit and I made it out of that so I can make it out of this, you know, and that's wisdom, you know, and that I feel like is only, that mindset is only applied whenever it comes to careers. It's like, I don't understand this, but I know that I can do two plus two, so this shit is this. Just a random example. I hope you're following, but I'm not perfect, but I'm trying to be as good as I can right now. And I know that because I'm constantly changing and I'm constantly finding new things about myself that one day I'm going to be the person that I've always dreamed of being. I'm not there now, but... I have so much compassion for my present self because of how much I'm actively trying to fix intergenerational trauma and fix my past perception of myself. Because it's gotten me a long way so far. It's only been, what, two years? Going on three at some point? And now I see the world completely differently. The point of life is expressing yourself in whatever way you want it to be because expression does not have an authentic definition it's whatever you make it out to be it's whatever you want it to show up as so don't think that for instance doing math isn't expressing yourself if you love numbers go for it express yourself during that i'm not sure how i mean i don't fucking do math i hate math um just because i don't understand it but my purpose isn't centered around math. It's centered around expressionism, which moves like water. And math, it's like, it's this. It's almost like factual. And if you want to be like someone who is so good at math that they're like genius level, then do that. Because not everyone can do that shit, you know? It's, it's up to you. I can't tell you what expressionism means I can only give you my idea of it and you know take it or leave it to each their own express whenever you know you're wrong express your wisdom express the fact that you've learned from your mistakes and you're sorry that you did something in the past that's why I went on that tangent about my past self and my lack of awareness that I had and you know this isn't just me. Everyone does stuff to hurt other people, not like on purpose, but because we don't know what we don't know. Expressing when you're wrong is gonna build self-worth in the long run. The point of life is expressionism. Because that's the only answer. That's the only real explanation. Because otherwise, the answer is we live and we die. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to think that way because that makes me feel unmotivated. And I don't want to die knowing that 
I'm not living to my fullest potential. And that's not up to anyone else to tell me what my potential is. That's up to me. I'm in my own body. I'm in my own mind. And I'm... I know what I truly desire. And I know what I'm passionate about. No one else can tell me what I'm passionate about, you know? That's up to you to figure it out. It's just I think a lot of people are afraid of what they might see whenever they dive into themselves internally, which is totally valid because I used to be, I used to be afraid of what I was going to see whenever I meditated or whatever I felt whenever I meditated and I started going down the path that I'm going now. I've always, not gonna lie, I've always dreamt of it, but I never thought that it would actually happen. It's scary, but now that I'm here, it's a lot more scarier not going for what I believe in and what I want for myself. The amount of self-worth I have is, is like, why would I sell myself short knowing what I know about myself now? It's like, if I know the things I want to go after and the thing that could potentially make me more happy, why wouldn't I go for that? And if I die in 10 minutes, one thing I can say is at least I tried. That's more than what some people have. And, you know, and like, let me specify, like, the matrix and stuff. Just kind of, you know, going to work and marrying, having kids. That's not a bad thing. Because, like, honestly, I totally get why you'd want to go down that path. But I just... It's not for me. At least right now, it's not for me. I want to fully explore myself into the unknown, no matter how scary it is. And one thing I used to say, I don't say as much anymore, but... If I feel fear with it, then there's something there. Like, let's get curious. If I'm afraid of something, why am I afraid of it? What makes me afraid of the unknown? This could be with poetry. This could be with therapy. This could be uh, with roller coasters. I don't know. This could be with scary movies. This could be with water. Because obviously water is a scary thing. There is always some risks being taken with anything. It's just, how much are you willing to sacrifice, you know? And for me, I'm willing to sacrifice an entire lifestyle in order to get what I want because in the past, my perception of my life at a certain point was I'm going to be seen. I'm going to be heard. Oops. I hit something on my desk. I'm going to be seen. I'm going to be heard. Even if that means that, like, I could potentially hurt someone in the process. Obviously, I didn't want to do that, but that's how much fight or flight mode I was in. And because that was a way of life for me, like, kind of, just wanting to be seen and heard no matter what, it's time for me to switch my way of life, you know? And whenever I had that thought, like, two years ago, I've, I'm willing to delay college. I'm willing to delay a six-figure income if that means I can figure out who I am first so I can know what I truly want to experience from this lifetime. And who knows? People already know what they want to do at a young age, and they just know that. That is awesome, you know? But I don't. And I'm willing to explore the uncertainty of life, even if that means I'm afraid. I talked about a lot of different things in this episode. <laughs> I really did, um, but I feel like it all pertains to the topic of expressionism and expressing yourself and who you are. I hope that this is a sign for you to 
go after something that you've always wanted to do, whether it be small, whether it be simply just starting to write poetry for the first time and you've been afraid of that you're going to be bad. And I wasn't good whenever I first started. I just enjoyed that I was doing it. I definitely wasn't good whenever I first started, but now I love it. And I think I'm decent. I don't think I'm great, but it makes me feel seen and heard. And that's what matters in my book. I understand that expressing yourself is scary at first, but I can guarantee you that the more you do it, the less scary it becomes. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at exist in paradise. E-X-I-S-T-I-N-P-A-R-A-D-I-S-E. And I have a website, www.illusionsofparadise.love, L-O-V-E. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to catch you in the next one.